Hello, and welcome to the Digital Mums podcast. Subscribe and tune in for topics important to us, to you and your career. We cover everything from the latest digital and social trends to the future of work, those important diversity and equality issues, and we also have a regular segment helping you with common challenges around working and raising a family. Hello and welcome to the Digital Mums podcast. We have taken quite a chunky hiatus recently, so you haven't heard from us in a while. And the reason for that is, dare I say it, due to the unprecedented times. I know that that is a phrase that we all hate right now, but that is the reality. So we've been doing lots of work supporting low-income mums for free, and obviously we've had our own pandemic challenges. So we've been offline for a while with the podcast, but we're back bigger and better than ever for 2021. Today I'm being joined by my amazing work wife, my favourite person to have on the podcast. Hello, Nikki. Hi. Hi, Catherine. How are you? In these unprecedented times, I'm actually doing okay, going stir crazy, but not too bad. So are we going to be doing a whole bunch of podcasts, bringing the podcast back bigger and better than ever? But today what we wanted to do is just tackle a subject that we've been seeing popping up and we've been chatting about for quite a while now, and that is Clubhouse. And we're going to be doing two podcasts on Clubhouse. And the first one is just going to be a beginner's guide to Clubhouse, which is what we're going to deal with today. If you don't know what it is or how it works, we're just going to tell you and explain it all in very easy to understand terms. And then the next one we're going to do is more about using Clubhouse for a brand as an entrepreneur, maybe as a freelancer. So today's is just going to be about the average user, just to understand what Clubhouse is and what you can get out of it and how it works. And then the next episode is going to focus a bit more at you know business owners and brands. So if that sounds like you, tune in also to the next episode, which will be out next week. And then what we're also going to do is host a chat on Clubhouse for anyone that is on there to come and chat to us about Clubhouse. But first of all, just any, in case anyone's listening to this and thinking, what are you talking about? Are you talking about Mickey Mouse? What are you talking about? What is Clubhouse, Nikki? Clubhouse, well, it's basically, it's an audio-only social network platform. So it's using that classic viral tactic of invite only to encourage exclusivity, but it's only available on iPhone at the moment. So basically, it's it's a little bit like Twitter, but it's audio only. Does that make sense? So, so it's basically, uh, my mum would have probably said, what, just sort of like talking on the phone? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is a little bit like talking on the phone in, in a way, because it's a bit like doing a group chat, but it's it's all via an app. And again, I liken it to Twitter because you wouldn't necessarily use it to have a group chat with your friends. What you will do is you will join conversations with people more than likely that you don't know, but have similar interests to you. Okay, right. So in my head, then, is it a bit like one of those big exhibition events, sort of convention centres, but instead of being able to see people and move and walk into the areas and chats, you can only hear them? Yeah, exactly. So it's like an online uh, event space with lots of different events going on at different times of the day and night. There's, there's stuff going on at the same time and you can sort of move between the different spaces and listen to really interesting conversations and actually get, get involved if you want to. Right. This is exciting. Right. So for so that's what it is. And I think it's let's just go through some clubhouse lingo and talk a bit more about how it works. What is the hallway? Explain the hallway to us. 
So for anyone that uses social media platforms already, Facebook, for example, you have a news feed or Twitter, you just call it your like main feed. The hallway is like the main feed. And in that hallway, you will get different notifications of what's happening. Maybe someone's followed you or there's a new uh, conversation happening. Something's coming up. If somebody's going to an event and they've registered for it, then you will see those in your news feed, which is what they call the hallway. So it's like the, it's the equivalent of that sort of exhibition space and you're moving between literally a hallway and there's different rooms on the other side. OK, so it's the app equivalent of walking down the hallway and most, probably most of us have been to one of those conferences and you can sort of poke your head in and listen to the chat and then actually, no, that's boring, poke your head and listen to that chat. Oh, actually, that's really interesting. I might stay a while or go get a coffee and come back. And yeah, that's that's exactly how it works and you can sort of sneak in and sneak out so it's up to you how much you want to get involved and you can have this is a bit again that's a little bit exclusive is that you can have your own club but only if you apply so a club is a bit sort of like the top tier it's essentially a way to create your community on clubhouse what then happens is people can start what's called a room what is a room and how does a room work? Okay, so in terms of the clubs, when they first started Clubhouse, which was back in sort of April, May last year, it was kind of quite small and exclusive and anyone would start a club. Now, like you said, you do have to apply to Clubhouse to set up a club, but anybody can set up a room. So for example, let's just say with Digital Mums, I wanted to set up a room and talk about Clubhouse. I could invite anyone into it. It could be a private room or it could be an open room and anybody could join. And within that room, I would have perhaps a couple of speakers with me. Invite me? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you'd be invited. Your name would be on the list, I'm quite sure. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so you'd have speakers and then you have an audience. So you could set up a club or the average user is unlikely to set up a club, I think. I think we'll probably focus more on setting up clubs in the next one because brands, entrepreneurs, founders, freelancers might want to set up their own club. But just an average user is probably just going to join clubs, follow clubs and get involved in rooms that already exist. And then they might be brave enough to have a go at setting up their own room. So the room then, in summary, this is where all the chat is happening. So, you know, you're in your hallway and you can see X rooms are on. So as we said, you know, you can go in, pop in, in and out of different rooms. There are rooms on all sorts of subjects. It's not just about work, you know, that you can just pop in and chat about lifestyle, fitness, health, beauty. But I've generally been getting involved in more sort of work related rooms as have you I think so and then you can when you join for the first time as with most social apps you've got the option of following certain people but also following topics and what I think both Nikki and I did is which is not a bad idea when you first join follow you know just loads of topics and then realize maybe some of them are not quite right and prune back you want to basically make sure that your hallway is populated with stuff you might want to join but then after a while you might think well my hallway is so cluttered this is not working for me I just need to like prune it back yeah absolutely so I think when I first joined which was probably a couple of weeks ago now I probably followed too many people as well and what happens is is if they sign up to go to certain events or certain rooms that all comes into my hallway 
And actually, I, I'm not really interested in a lot of the stuff that was coming through. So I just had to do like prune back who I was following, um, which clubs I wanted to join. So that way I could really make my hallway super laser focused on the interest that I have, which again, like you, is around sort of marketing, social media, future of work, those sort of topics. Yeah, so I think top tip is to make sure that your hallway is serving you the kinds of rooms and conversations that you are going to be interested in. As with most social media platforms, that is really key to you having a good experience, I think. And it's worth just noting that nothing is recorded in rooms. That's strictly against the clubhouse terms. Uh, so no one is recording anything, which when we discuss what it means for brands, they might find a little frustrating because that is, you know, ephemeral content that is just disappearing. But for the average user, I think that's quite reassuring because it means that if you're in a room and you get involved in that room, you know, that, that isn't going to come back to haunt you uh, in, you know, a couple of months' time, or you won't be, you know, if you said something that you just think I'm not 100 percent sure, I've, I really agree with what I just said. <laughs> it doesn't matter that much because everyone will have forgotten and moved on, basically. <laughs> so let's just say then, digital mums have started a room. I'm a speaker, you're a speaker, maybe a couple of our instructors. So most rooms, when you go into them, you can see that there is kind of multiple speakers or moderators and you can see who they are. They're at the top and they've got like a little sort of green star icon next to them. Usually multiple speakers, not just one. Just so it's a little bit like a panel event that you might go to at a conference, that style, rather than a single speaker. And then you can join that room, which then will put you in the audience again, just like an offline event. And so you're just a listener participating in the audience. And if someone is brand new, they get a little one of those little party emojis next to them. So you can see who's like a total newbie in the audience. And then one of the things that I really like that is quite exciting, and I'll get Nikki to expand because she sort of got involved in this, is that you can raise your hand. It's a little icon to raise your hand to ask a question. And you may then, or may not, be invited by the speaker slash moderators to join what's called the stage. Then you, I, then your profile image will kind of move up along with everyone else that's on the stage. It's not like, you know, two or three people are invited onto the stage. It's usually, it seems to be sort of 10 to 20 people. So there'd be quite a lot of people on the stage, all waiting for their turn to ask a question. Nikki, talk us through about your experience about sort of joining a stage, et cetera. Okay, so the first thing I would say that if you are exploring Clubhouse or you are curious, go in to any of the rooms and if they're talking about a subject that you're interested in and you've got a question, what you need to do is you just click on a little button in, uh, I think it's a right-hand corner, it's a hand, and you click on that and you raise your hand and that means you've got a question for somebody on the stage. Then what will happen is the moderator of that room will basically invite you up uh, the way you get invited, they don't say, um, I'm going to invite Nikki Cochran up to the stage. You would just, the, the speaker will just say, right, I'm going to just bring up some more people to the stage. Like you said, it's about 20 people. The reason why they bring up a chunk of people at the same time is because sometimes people just, um, they might move away from their phone or something or they leave. So they bring up a chunk of people and you can see which order you are in to ask your question. So you get moved up. You have to mute your mic. Uh, once you get on once you get on the stage if you don't do that the moderator will probably mute you immediately and you just wait your turn and then when it is your turn the moderator will say okay Nikki you're up next uh, can we have your question please who do you have your question for and for so for my experience I basically had a question for one of the panel members put my question to them 
uh, they answered it for me and then I said thanks very much and then I could either move myself back to the audience or the moderator would just move me back down. Generally you'll ask like one or two questions. If you've got a really good moderator they'll try and keep it tight. That's what you want. You want somebody moderating the room so they're moving quite quickly through the different questions. And then what I have noticed as you just you know will happen with an offline event when you're sitting listening to a, a really interesting panel event and then they take questions is that sometimes people don't really have a question they just want to talk and then what is even worse i think is that inevitably you also get those people that just seem to be pitching their business <laughs> or service instead of asking a question have you also had that experience Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I've, I've been in quite a few rooms and somebody gets a turn to ask a question and it just becomes this long monologue. And they're going on for about five minutes and you're thinking, we'll get to the point. Is there a question? And they're just talking about their experience. There's definitely a lot of people on there that like the sound of their own voice. And there's definitely a lot of people there that are there for self-promotion. Um, now, self-promotion is fine. It is ultimately, you know, a social media platform. Um, and we're gonna come on to that on our next podcast in terms of how you can use it for a business. But definitely watch out for those people. They will become very apparent very quickly. And I do think you really do need a really good moderator for the rooms. Otherwise you're going to lose your audience. Yeah, strict moderation, I think, is going to be the key, particularly when the app, because it's currently in beta, which means it's just in the pilot phase of testing and it's trying to pitch itself as, you know, exclusive, even though there's quite a lot of invites, you know, out there. But when it starts to get to the point where it's going to have to scale and get those, you know, big user numbers, just like LinkedIn groups, I think what could happen is it just could be bombarded with those people that just want to spam and that is the, i think that is going to be the danger but again the answer is always going to be really good quite strict tight moderation yeah i completely agree and i also think what's going to be quite interesting as well is that at the moment a lot of the clubs have over you know twenty five thousand members and the rooms are getting you know a lot of people in and i think the interesting rooms are going to be the ones that are much smaller more niche and potentially with private invites eventually hyper niche hyper niche did i just make that up That's a fact. I don't. <laughs> um, and then just another thing to mention about being in a room is there is also a front row in a room and it's an audience front row and the people that will be in the front row, have built relationships with those speakers and moderators. So this, if the speakers and moderators kind of follow you, you're essentially what's known as in the front row of the room. And then just one other piece of jargon that we want to, everyone to understand if you are gonna have a good Clubhouse experience is what's known as pull to refresh. Or I've heard people just say, oh, can you, everyone just PTR? And I was a bit like, what? <laughs> <What's going on? laughs> and all that means is, I think we've already alluded to the fact that people join rooms, they leave rooms, maybe they ask a question, they get on the stage, then you know the delivery man or the Amazon man's arrived and they've got to go downstairs and then they miss the question time. You know, there's movement in and out all the time. And if you just pull to refresh the app, that is just gonna give you that real time, who's in the room, who's on the stage, 
who's moderating, because moderators will also leave as well, which is why there's usually multiple moderators. And sometimes the rooms go on for a long time. Nikki, did you say that there was a room that went on for like two weeks or something? Yeah, there was a room that went on for two weeks. That wasn't one that I was in, but that was one that I'd heard about. And there was a room that I had joined one Friday and it was still going on Sunday. I, I, I'd just like to add that I was not in it for 75 hours but um there's definitely something um i don't know there's a few people on there that that are like oh let's try and see how long we can keep this room going for and they've got the men mainly yeah i mean i mean i wasn't going to say anything but yeah i was i know but yeah basically (laughs) basically there's some dudes on there that are just like let's see if we can get a record for having the longest room um there's multiple moderators, as you can imagine, that are from different, you know, places in the world so that they can basically hand over the moderation and just keep that room going. Oh, of course, because it's global. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking like in my head, it was like in my raving days where I was just up from Friday to yeah. like Sunday. But just yeah, yeah it wouldn't be as fun. <laughs> so that's essentially how it works you as with any social app will set up a profile add a little bio top tips on that i think is just keep your platforms consistent because you can connect your twitter connect your instagram so just pull across a bio that you've maybe tried and tested on your other platforms when you're in a room someone can click on your profile image and it pulls up the first three lines of your bio so make sure the first three lines of the bio are where all of your key stuff is going to be that it just really says who you are because people can then follow you and if you ask a question I think it's probably quite likely that people follow you when Nikki asked a question she said she definitely saw a little flurry and uplift in followers and if you are then that person who's like pitching and selling your services and not asking questions and rambling on then obviously people if they already follow you they might even unfollow you they might be like oh no this person likes the sound of their own voice too much So that's it on the profile and the bio. So finally then, how do people get on it? So that's a really good question. What the founders of Clubhouse have done is they are basically using uh, a marketing technique called, uh, well, it's not officially called the FOMO effect, but I like to call it the FOMO effect, um, to get a viral marketing campaign going and get that kind of exclusive feeling and get everyone to feel FOMO and want to get an invite. It started off as invite only with a lot of celebrities in mid last year. Now the way you can get an invite is someone has to give you an invitation. And what happens is, is once you've had an invitation, it then opens up two invitations for you to pass on. The way you can pass the invitation on to somebody is through your phone contacts because when you join up you connect your phone contacts and then you can pass invitations on to people only if they're in your phone so for example i wanted to share a couple of invitations with some people that i knew on linkedin um they are professional uh colleagues in my space but they're not in my phone so i then had to take their phone number put it in my phone and then go back into clubhouse and invite them that is the only way to do it at the moment. There is another workaround though. If nobody has offered you an invitation and you don't know anybody who's- I let me in the clubhouse. Exactly. If you're feeling like that, what you can do is you can download the app and you will automatically get put on the waiting list. And if anybody on Clubhouse is in there and is connected to you on the phone, they will get a notification And it will say, you can let Catherine into Clubhouse now. You can push her to the top of the wait list, which you click on the button if you want to push them to the top, if you like them, but you might not like them. You might go, no, I'm not doing that. 
if you like them, it'll be an you can ex, push them. If you've got their number yeah. on your phone, it'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Exactly. So you can decide. Let's just say you did. They will then get a notification and it will say something like, uh, Nikki's pushing you to the top of the queue. You're, you're now in. Your name's not got down. You're not coming in, but you are in. And once you're in, you will then be given two invitations, which you can pass on. Now, in the first week, what will happen is, is you start with two. Once you've been, once you've used those up, and perhaps you've moved around clubhouse, perhaps you've been in a couple of rooms, you get given another three. They're kind of testing different numbers at the moment, but I think on the third day I got three, and then on day seven I got another two. I'm, that I'm was. Currently, I'm currently sitting on six because I've been joining rooms and getting involved and everything, and I'm a bit tight with them, so I'm not giving mm. them away. But what, but what I also did though is I have actually disconnected my phone contacts with clubhouse. So I wonder if I'm maybe not going to get any more invitations for that reason. <laughs> Some people are a little bit concerned about sort of privacy and, you know, giving away data and stuff like that. So if you, you don't have to connect your phone contacts. But if you want to invite people, you will need to. So that's just how it works. There you have it. Get an invite from someone that you know. You have to have the phone, you know, they have to, you have to be in their contacts on their phone. And you can go through what is known as maybe like the side door effect where you want to get yourself on the waiting list. What we would recommend is even if you're not 100% sure yet, reserve your username because you want to be Nikki Cochran or Catherine Tyler. You do not want to be Catherine Tyler 84765321856x blah, 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 which obviously you sort of see on the other platforms for more of the, you want to look like an early adopter and you can just go and reserve your username and then you go on the waiting list. You know, if someone invites you in, you don't have to join it, but just at least you've then reserved your username. Now, what you might be thinking is, this is very frustrating for me because I have an Android phone. There is a cheeky Android hack if you have an iPad. So you can basically download Clubhouse on your iPad and then verify the phone number via then it will ping your phone. You get the code, you put it back into the iPad app, and then there you go. You've got it. You've got Clubhouse on your iPad, basically. So that's a little bit of an Android hack that I think we managed to learn about from being in a room about Clubhouse. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you that want it on your Android phone, I am very confident it will be coming soon because ultimately they are a business and they want the numbers but it's it's not unusual to release an app to uh, iphone ios first yeah that's very common so there you have it that is the excitement of clubhouse so don't feel like you have to join it <laughs> but you know obviously you can just have a go and then dip it in and out and find out whether you think it's useful for you or not i'm not going to be doing it on a personal level i'm just going to be using it for thought leadership learning more in my professional identity. I'm not going to be going on there and, you know, engaging in stuff around fitness or health or beauty. Things, you know, products that I'm interested in, topics that I'm interested in that don't have anything to do with my work. I'm, I'm going to prioritise just using it from a work perspective. And I've already pruned my hallway so that I have got quite good people in there and I'm joining kind of interesting rooms. And I've also given up a little chunk of my radio for listening time and podcast listening time just to get a bit involved in Clubhouse. If you love audio, if you love podcasts, if you listen to a lot of, you know, talk radio, you probably will like it. So why not have a go, join in. You can always leave <laughs> that's very true and and i completely agree with what you said Catherine. i would definitely use it probably just for a work capacity i think you have to be very careful because like any social media platform you can really get go down a rabbit hole and you just like 
you will lose a lot of time and you will not get that time back. Um, you can listen to some interesting talks like with it on in the background, you know, like you might a radio. But yeah, just be really mindful that it can be a bit of a time suck. So in terms of if you're super busy, just be very selective in how you use it. Yeah, just make your hallway neat, tidy, adding value to your life. So just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't want a messy hallway. No. <laughs> definitely, definitely not. And you might be, if you're a bit in the know, be listening to this and thinking, how is this going to be different from what is about to be launched? Twitio, twi Twitio? Twitter audio <laughs> spaces. Uh, Twitter audio spaces looks to be quite similar to Clubhouse. They've obviously been working on it for a while now, not for long enough, because I remember a couple of years ago said, why isn't Twitter doing more like audio conversation? That just feels really obvious. And I had a little look at some of the screenshots of what it's going to look like. And it looks to be really quite similar, other than it looks that they are going to allow you to transcribe conversations because what you cannot do on Clubhouse is record. So that looks to be like a major difference. Otherwise, it could just be Clubhouse number two. Who knows when it's going to be rolled out? But anyway, we do recommend just having a go at Clubhouse, keeping your hallway nice and neat and using it to add value to your life. Don't stress about it. Like you think, oh, my God, I now need to be this Clubhouse thought leader. Just join a couple <laughs> of rooms, learn some stuff and enjoy yourself as with you know it's our advice with most of the social media apps thank you so much for sharing your knowledge on clubhouse and your experience on clubhouse nikki we'll be up next in the next edition to talk about if you are a brand a business owner you know working in marketing a freelancer managing people's social platforms an entrepreneur how you might use it to meet more strategic goals other than just having a bit of fun and learning some shit mm -hmm. so bye everyone bye